let me know when we're recording so I can see the first thing. <clears throat> to, do you remember Dane's BMW? Where we're recording. I uh, don't remember Dane's BMW. Uh, this is Patrick Ridge with the Learning to Lose podcast, and we have we're going to be talking about fish fly fishing. Yeah. Eat. Fly fishing. You love fly fishing? I love it, dude. How long have you been doing it for? Dude, I have been doing it for only about... Just keep an open mind, people. Yeah. Oh, you haven't been doing it, it for a long time. No. Well, I've been on and off doing it. Dude, thank it's you it's so like, much. It's one of those things, you know, like, you get mentors. So, like, when do you really consider yourself, like, doing it? Like, am I really doing it now? Well, when's the first time you ever... Picked up a fly rod when yeah. I was 16. Wow. Okay. So, so yeah. that your so, name is Ryan. Ryan Rich. Yep. Rich. Rich. Last name Rich. <clears throat> okay. A funny story Ridge. on. Funny story on that. All throughout <laughs> high school, I believe you and I. Brian Ridge. Yeah. So Brian. me and your brother Whoa. had this weird connection, like our entire lives. Whoa. And um, would you have like people going. Name. Yeah, like people would like. I'd go to parties or something like that with people that like I didn't know, and they'd be like. Oh, Brian Ridge, like, you know, whatever. And then vice versa. Like, I feel like we were always like fighting each other's fights in a weird way, you know? Like, so when we finally met, it was like, holy shit, you're the dude that like everybody's been thinking thinking is me. I am. Yeah. Wow. So this is one of Troy's friends. How did you meet him? Oh, funny story. Of (laughs) course. I was uh, drunk. Really drunk. Oh, like you driving for years. Yeah. yeah. I was really drunk. I was driving home. I was passing Sumac Park. Uh, this girl, Caitlin. Yeah. He was with this chick, Caitlin, um, that was also drunk, yelled something at me, and I ran over a rabbit in front of Sumac Park, <laughs> and I was wasted. And I st- slammed on my brakes, got out of the car, and ran up to this guy. Yeah. He wanted to Sumac. beat the shit out of me. Wanted to beat the shit out of him because the girl he was with wouldn't stop talking shit to me. Yeah. And I didn't know what to do. So I, I like got him. You were just like his face. I was just yeah. I was just like all right. Like this is going on right now. <laughs> you know. I was hammered. I was blackout drunk. Let me know if I'm peeking this thing out right here. Am I, am I shooting it out? Okay. You, you're good. I mean, you 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 actually can keep like like a fist. Okay. Cool. Distance. So Ryan, the, like my experience with Ryan before recently was like Ryan was always like a good guy, always a good guy. Really good heart. We all, you know, we did drugs and drank and partied and stuff. But I remember Ryan always being like a really good dude who like really cared about people, which was actually rare in this neighborhood. So yeah. uh, this is Troy, Dane's brother, and Ryan. Yep, mm-hmm. they've been fly fishing lately together. Yeah. The last episode we did was with Troy talking about his brother learning to lose and Liberty House. It was a really really cool episode. Yeah. And Ryan's here hanging out. <clears throat> it's really cool. He listened to the whole podcast. He's sitting in my living room, like enjoying the conversation we're having about Liberty House and shit. And then Troy's like, you know, I want to talk about some outdoors and fly fishing because he's been like obsessed lately. And yeah. I'm like, Ryan, jump in. Yeah. So absolutely. that's who's here. That's who's talking. What were you saying? So uh, I knew Ryan before I got sober. I got sober, came back out here, whatever. I'm starting to fish again. Uh, I met a guy through the program who is from Louisiana who's been just having me fish. And so I'm like out fishing Westlake where we're not allowed to fish. And I'm fishing one day and I look up and I see Ryan. I haven't seen you in like so long. Dude. I don't know, man. Yeah. What are you smoking? What am I smoking? Yeah. I'm smoking uh, Camel or sorry, American Spirit Black. Are they good? They're really good. Let me get one. Are you sure, dude? 
What do you mean? Coughing. Yeah, my throat's all fucked up, but I don't give a shit. (laughs) These are these are strong. Just yeah, I smoke menthol. The black labels. There you go. The black label. Yeah. I haven't smoked a cigarette since January twenty eighth. Can we piece that ashtray right there? Is that a possibility? Well, well, can we get an ashtray, Smalls? Did you know that, Pat? What? I know you're crushing it. Troy quit smoking. Yeah. I proposed to Dylan. I hadn't smoked a cigarette since. I got you on the lighter. No, he crushed. That's it's like I smoked two packs. I two I smoked two packs in one day. I'm actually like before I quit. I literally went ice cold turkey. It's funny. I'm gonna split off because it's like okay, you guys on the last episode we're just talking about addiction and stuff like that. And, and Pat had asked me if I had any familiarity with like, you know, am I an addict? And, uh, the answer is like, no, in that regard, except for cigarettes. cigarettes. You like, smoke a I'm lot. wildly addicted lot to cigarettes. cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, that's a, it's a different, <clears throat> I wouldn't say it affects you from the neck up like drugs do no. for sure, but it is definitely something that's hard. To I mean, I think that crush. everyone has, is addicted to something in some way, form, shape or another, but uh, alcoholism is, is I'm addicted something. to putting you in your fucking place. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, you know, you can try. But alcoholism is a special thing where it's a mind that just wants you to, it's, you're like, you're almost like you're, we're creating a world we can't live in somehow, some way. You know, it's crazy. I still disagree with you on that. Well, I do that. Right. I mean, I I don't think that's your alcoholism. I think that's your mind. I think your alcoholism is what happens when you drink and use drugs. That's what I think the difference is. I think everybody is capable of having a mind that it create it, it creates impossibility to live with. Everybody that's, has that. That's potentially, but that has nothing to do with what I said. You said your alcoholism is your mind creates a world you can't live in. That's what my mind does. Right, but I don't think and it's your I, alcoholism. It's just and, your mind. And, and the steps help me. Yes. So I why are you splitting hairs? I'm not splitting hairs. You're I, talking about everyone else. Mm-hmm. But if they haven't admitted it, then who are you to tell them that their mind's doing that? I, I'm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? No, I don't. Oh. I just think that we're not unique in that. I way. didn't say I was. I'm just saying that this you is are by who saying, I am. You're saying you are by saying my alcoholism is. That's what I call it. Okay. I don't call it that, but yeah. What do you call it? My mind. My my neuroses or my my. I, I mean, but but okay. So we do that, mm-hmm. and the way we treat that is with alcohol and drugs. Nine years ago, right? Yeah. So we, therefore, we have alcoholism because we use and drink to quiet our mind. Mm, okay. Right, and then once we stop using or drinking, our mind becomes loud and active again. Correct. Yeah, and, and we, we need find to find something. Yeah, or we find I'm full fly fishing addict, dude. But yeah. but but, but, <laughs> but I'm but, addicted to the outdoors. Yeah. No, we don't find other we, we 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 will inevitably find other things to fixate on, but I think that the 12 steps in the program can help us understand that like de- dependency on any any uh false dependency right. is not good. Yeah. So if we're getting too dependent on sex um, power, money, fly fishing, cars, yeah. whatever. It's like, ooh, it's a dangerous place to be. I would, place to be. I would say it's different than fly. Fly fishing doesn't make you a terrible person. No, absolutely right. but not. the addiction to drugs and alcohol. No, 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 no. And there's right. like, you know what I mean? Like, no, no, no. Let me, let me just clarify, Troy. 
if you become falsely dependent on fly fishing, right. it's not going to make you a terrible person, but you might lie, cheat, and steal that, to fly fish. That makes you a terrible person. Yeah. That's but, what I'm but, saying, though. <clears throat> it's our mind. I know. Because we will go to extreme lengths to be comfortable. Right. He's saying he's addicted to fly fishing. I'm saying not to the extent of... Right, yeah. line cheating, stealing. I mean, whatever. there's. I mean, like, I'm look, not gonna suck a dick to fly fish. <laughs> you know, there's healthy. There's actually healthy addictions. I think too. Like, you can become addicted to like eating healthy or working out or like working. I've seen this. But, do you guys know Brandon Jacobs? Yeah, I do. He doesn't. Dude, okay, all right. He's I probably just broke out. a massive rule right now, but whatever. Like, I think Brandon would be super proud of me talking about him in this regard anyway. But he went through recovery. He was doing his stuff. And he got into bodybuilding. Yeah. And it's insane. Yeah. I've seen him. He's yeah. like, I'm like, bro, this kid we went to school with was, was small. I wish. Dude. Small. Yeah. I don't he's understand. He's massive. How people. Yeah, dude. He's massive. He's the yo, dude. But anyway, I ran into Ryan. He is fishing. He's opened this, this wormhole to fly fishing. And I swear to you, man, there's, it's night and day. It's, Whatever you do at yoga, man, I get a hundred times fly fishing. Right. There's yeah. something about it that is like I'm at perfect peace when I'm fly fishing. How do you it's know famous. what I get at yoga? Because you talk about it all the time. You okay. tell me how I feel, you feel about it. You tell me I need to go. You tell me it's like really good for you. You feel good about it. You don't is that what want, I say? Yeah. You don't always want to. I say to, I feel good about it? You feel good after you go. Is that what I said? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean. Makes you feel good that's not why I go. I go strictly because it's a form of cardio that it's, that's actually not bad on my knees. Oh, I didn't. That's you it. never said and that. And I don't me. want to become a fat piece of shit. Okay. So I go. Fair enough. That's so I actually am still trying to find what Steve has found in yoga and what other people have found in yoga. I still Steve love. Yeah. Like I still don't have that. Like I don't, I don't, Yoga for me isn't some sort of spiritual thing. It's right. just purely cardio. Are you open to the idea of fly fishing? A hundred percent, dude. I say we get a video going. Where I'm we bringing take Pat. Guy. Yeah. Get, oh no, get we're Pat gonna out there. And we're shoot gonna the shit out of no. It, I like. want to start. <clears throat> I want to a hundred percent shoot. Like it's really, really cinematic sport. Yeah. Yeah. And um, conversations, right? That we can have, and I think it should definitely be an offshoot of like a part of like. I, w- I would love to integrate it into like what we're doing with the YouTube and shit and yeah. you have your own separate YouTube maybe. And then we yeah. like plug it and we do some stuff That's here. The yeah. <clears throat> I'm open to all of it. Be super fun, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just open. Um, and I think like, you know, doing it at Sherwood is one thing I I'm yeah. really interested. That's a practice place. I'm yeah. really interested in going to like the real spots. Absolutely. Oh yeah. We will get you to the because, real spots. Because man. like, <clears throat> hiking is like too much Pull up your Instagram Show this and guy. snowboarding. Oh, yeah. I, I, sometimes I think just, I, I, I like the idea of fly fishing because it's just like, it seems almost like a relaxing kind of thing. It's not like too much, but well, it's the, also yeah. not like you're just sitting exactly with right. a fishing pole. You're a- able to do some stuff. Yeah, you're moving, <clears throat> you know, you have active. to move and react to the water, remove, move and react, change baits. It's, it's definitely very active with the elements and it's so yeah. much more than just fishing with like bait. Right. Right. You know, and when we are in these real places, we're utilizing like currents and different things that are going to yeah. make that, you know, because we're trying to mimic something that's happening naturally in nature. And these fish, 
they're really smart, man. They know when something's fake. They look at it and they just go, that doesn't move like it's real and I'm not going to eat it. You know, mm. a bass is kind of like this aggressive predator fish that yeah. like you pull it back and it's like, when in nature does anything that's prey run towards a predator? It never happens, but a bass is just like, whatever, I'll eat that. A trout, if you're pulling something that looks like prey, like you're stripping what we call a streamer, which is basically a bait fish mimicker, and it's coming straight towards a trout, trout's going to be like, fuck that. I'm not going to eat that, you know? It's just not something that they do, you know? So it's interesting to see. It's really like this man versus like wild kind of like element where when it bites – it's like, damn, I did everything perfect. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. really harmonious, I think. For it's me. very rewarding, man. Smalls, I'm going to ask you to take an Instagram video of me uh, on this podcast. I've never actually been on a podcast before, and I'm extremely excited about that's this. That's cool. So it's really guys. cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, <clears throat> it's actually kind of crazy how crazy. when you start hearing people talk, it, it, having just two people having a yeah. long form conversation. Right. Like you were just listening to us. Yeah. And what was cool about it? It's super cool. So I'm going to plug my Instagram at this moment. If you guys want to not see this story, because this is definitely not going to be live while this story is still up, but you want to see other cool stories, follow me. It's man in the pine. Oh, cool. That's his gram right there. So Ryan's also a photographer. You've been taking pictures for how long? So I started taking photographs in, in uh, high school, man, man in the pine, man in the pine, formerly land views LA, but (laughs) that switched over about a year ago. Wow. This is sick. Thanks brother. Yeah. I shoot um, outdoor and adventure photography um, for various different brands and my whole world is kind of like around um, you know I have two separate lives I have this life where I cut hair in Los Angeles and Venice Beach and that's a huge part of my life and then I have this other life where um, you know I spend my time what I you know would say I love both of them equally but like uh-huh. when I'm out there man, dude, I just can't help but think that this is like what we're really supposed to be in a weird way. Like when we, yeah, like there's something out there when you're just like in these elements far removed from everything and you're just like, holy shit, I get it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Did did I send you that? Did you actually watch that video I sent you? Which one? You sent me five videos a day. No, I sent you the one, the the guys that, that build, um, they build these like little, like, I don't want to call them cabins. They're like these little, I sent you and you're like, Oh, you responded. Oh, we should start shooting outdoor shit like this. It wasn't the video I was trying to show you. It was what they actually do. These Mm -hmm. two entrepreneur, these two really successful businessmen started this company where they make, they, 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 they get people that have like tons of land to agree to put like a little house, but there's not like, water it's just basically like a little shelter shelter that's it yeah. and you can like rent that out and just be in like the illest spots that's sick and, and what and, and they made a business out of this so that, that you can like hit them up and be like yo i want to stay over here it's in like Montana. airbnb escape kind of yeah, yeah. And, and they're saying how it's important for businessmen and just everyone to yeah. go out without any electricity or any and just live like that so so you can pitch a tent you can fish you can hunt on someone else's private land which is probably some of the illest i mean could you even imagine it's not like some park right 
it's like the real shit. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about like this idea of survival and living. And like when I'm out here working and stuff, I feel like I'm like struggling to survive by like making money and paying rent and all that stuff. And then when I go to actually survive in the wilderness, that's when I'm like living. I feel like totally free and like in my element, even if it's like raining or hailing or snowing or whatever, and I'm uncomfortable like physically, it's like the most pure. And I really feel like I'm close to God doing that kind of stuff. It's called, it's called un, unyoked. Oh yeah. You did. Yeah. The daily nine to five grind. McConaughey. Bustle of people plugged into the pressures of the conventional path. It can stifle anybody unless you got an escape. I love that. Chris and Cam had just that problem. That is, before they decided to get unyoked. The spirit of conviction, is that what that says? Mm-hmm. The feeling was one of claustrophobia. Being in a concrete cubicle, fluorescent lights, and, and a boss that's pinging you 24-7. We weren't built for this sort of life, and we're not computers. Too often these days, people mistake making a living for having a life. We've commoditized being busy. Busyness is the first thing that you chat to with your mates, how busy you are. The strip. Power strip. Doing nothing is something that's bad. We want to reclaim it as something that's actually critical to being busy. So he's saying escaping is an important part of coming back. I think it's bad. He can figure it out. He's a big boy. Sometimes I don't think so. That shot with the water right there. With the feet, like, so yeah. these these two guys, they... Something about running water, dude. Yeah. Like, like look at this little house. Middle, yeah. In the middle, they build these little houses. Where you won't see anyone, you won't hear anyone. And it gives you that feeling of awe, that feeling that you're amongst... This is genius. It's crazy. Just being and people are so much more successful after that retreat. I right. Bet. Yeah. Well, it's not even a retreat. It's like problem solving increases productivity. Just the ability to escape what to somewhere. What we wanted to do was try and get that feeling of it's real like a renewal, you know. Yeah. Reborn in nature, you know. Well, a yoke is something that's on it. It's connected, mm-hmm. connects the animal to a cart. So uh, when you unyoke an animal, you, you set them free. So it really means what we're trying to help people Whoa. do. We're trying to set them free from the yoke of modern life yeah this is this is Chris and Cam I want everything that video yeah. like back home in Australia their adventure began and out of their own need to get outdoors people follow <clears throat> I mean it's crazy that they have Matthew McConaughey like doing the thing yeah because he's kind of into that kind of shit you know right, or right. he is into that kind of shit this fool will show up to like parties in Malibu with his shirt off with no shoes yeah dude like, for running, real running like yeah but that's that's where I'm happiest is when I'm out camping that's why I would love to like have a job that I get paid to go fishing and hunting and camping and all that kind of stuff yeah mm-hmm. that would that's be like, unbelievable the lifestyle right dude. like yeah and I think it's definitely possible with what we have at our fingertips it's just a matter of like you know making sacrifices yeah. you know that really well you what made, you made a lot of sacrifices to make your company <clears throat> like what continue to just working all the time doing stuff that you don't necessarily love to do but um not really i mean I, I i uh i just lean into things i love and try to bring people into that and then if we all have this common goal 
then we actually can minimize sacrifices. We can actually just do things that we want to do. And then eventually you become a master at yeah. that. And then the money just starts to come. Exactly. It's weird. Yeah. It's this weird stepping stone. It's like really yeah. crazy. Like you're right. Like there is <clears throat> like, this is something that's interesting and people do need to escape. And I think people even just watching videos of someone else experiencing it is yeah. valuable yeah. On, on YouTube. Like you were showing me that one account. They're crushing it. And it's like the only YouTube account. Montana Wild. Which one? Montana Wild. Oh, Montana Wild. So cool, man. Yeah. Shout out to those guys. Right? There's like, like not a lot guys? of those channels. Or yeah, no. There? No, I don't think so. I mean. <clears throat> yeah. Huh. There's a yeah. demand for outdoor channels. Absolutely. And yeah, well, I, I want to hit it with some stuff that they've never seen before. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, That's the thing, to, too. Is we like, have to have a balance with it, too, and it's interesting. And I want to take this moment. Sorry, Troy, I know you're about to get into something, but I just want to say, like, if you are somebody listening to this and you're going, you know what? I want to go out to nature for my first time, and you haven't, like, done that, like, do it with someone who's done it before and learn the right way to do it. Because what we don't want to have happen is, like, a ton of people flood these, like, remote areas and like, if you pack it in, pack it out, like yeah. bring your trash back out with you. Don't leave it in nature. Nobody's going to come and pick it up. There's no services that come through there and pick your stuff up. Um, you know, don't disturb wildlife. If it's just like out there, like chilling, like, you know, these are just like a few simple things, but just bring somebody, find somebody, hit somebody up on Instagram, hit me up on Instagram. If you're like, yo, you know what? I want to do this. Hit me up, hit Troy up. We'll take you out there. We yeah. have no problem with it. You know, <clears throat> like show you the right way to do it so that, you know, we can continue to like enjoy what we have in our backyard. So are you like going camping? Yeah, definitely dude. I mean, for like how long it's, it's never like, you know, a lot of the photo shoots that I do as Troy had mentioned, I'm a photographer. I shoot everything inside. It it lives in nature. And when I go out with brands, everything I want to capture is super organic. So I want to actually go on an adventure with adventurous people wearing apparel and and not do staged things. I want to like get people actively participating in the product and just snap a photo of a moment that's really special. Mm. And and whether that's a view or with people for a brand or whatever, like that's kind of like where my stuff lives in. So it's not a lot of directing, you know. And um, I think that uh, I got sidetracked there in that. What were you we saying? Well, no, <laughs> I like that. It's not yeah. a lot of directing. You're trying yeah. to capture right. real moments. Right. He does this. Yeah, that's what you're really good at. I'm really into that too. I mean, I think that like we've already seen the greatest films ever. Right. We've already seen the directing and the the, the scripts and acting and cinematography. Like, so I'm really into how can we bridge the gap between like cinema and reality Mm. and try to create real moments yeah narratives and kind of push like i don't want to say like i i I do think that like directing in in a in a minimal way as far as like okay you know something is about to happen or could potentially happen so you position yourself in the right place and maybe you encourage it in some way to happen and like that kind of directing right. where you're not like, you don't have scripts and you're not like, all right, you go over here. Yeah. And, you know, you just like turn the hat around or whatever. <laughs> or like, you know, little things like that. Like, yeah. You know, 
I think it's crazy how like the evolution of like capturing, you know, imagery, you know, evolved into the evolution of like how we like market things. And that's not to say like marketing via like Instagram is the end all be all or via Facebook is the end all be all. But like everything used to be in print or on television and it was all very scripted because it had to be and we were using film and stuff like that and like they just didn't want to miss it, right? But then like digital cameras came out and all of a sudden they were like, oh, well, this is the death to our art, right? And for like a couple of years, everybody was freaking out. And then all of a sudden people looked at imagery like, oh, wait, we can snap a ton of photos to an SD card, not worry about it. And like capture these amazing moments in rapid succession. And like next thing you know, you've got like, digital media platforms and everybody goes, Oh my God, Instagram's the death to photographers. We're never going to have a, an ability to make money ever again. And I remember that panic mm -hmm. me and scary Gary, Sean Garrison. were talking yeah. about that back in the day. Like, dude, this is like, you know, we were doing like little projects and stuff like that. And we're thinking, fuck man, this is going to be the death of us, you know? And it's opened more doors to photographies and dudes who do stuff like you do, like to create, mm -hmm. you know, like more creative, outlets than ever before and i think that that's a beautiful thing from like even just a brand telling a story like standpoint like how many people we go out with on these adventures that maybe don't necessarily like they're they're familiar enough with it to say like oh you know i enjoy nature i enjoy like my mountain pass on my way up to like my cabin in mammoth but like how often do you really say okay on this shoot there's no airbnb we're sleeping in tents or our vehicles mm -hmm. or whatever we're enjoying ever up at the crack of dawn to see the beauty of the morning and we're going to, you know, really experience this stuff. We're going for a hike, you know, yeah. and uh, and like to, the ability to capture that and turn that into something that people look at. And it, and it's it's not even selling people on the idea of that. You know, it's it's selling people not necessarily a product, but a vibe. Yeah. Like we're always selling <laughs> vibes now, you know, and mm -hmm. and I think that's extremely cool in in this, you know. Yeah. New times. Yeah. If you don't have emotion in what you're doing, you're not doing it right. I feel like that's the <laughs> whole reason why I, I do, I film and edit, you know? Yeah. The emotional connection. You guys get it, man. I yeah. see you guys work every time I'm like, dude, these guys kill it. Yeah. Kill I mean, it. yeah. Like you're just basically saying, <clears throat> saying what it's hard to see. It's hard to know what, where everything's going and it's like splintering off into all these different. Yeah. <clears throat> there's, there's room for a lot more yeah. content now, but, um, it's harder to like have things reach as many people as like they, there's, there was a lot less before, right. but they were reaching yeah. more people. And it, like you said, it was more planned and there was more money and it was more, there was more money. Yeah. So I don't know. I just think we just always need to be leaning into change. Yeah. We got to lean into, into evolution and look for the positive Absolutely. <clears throat> and there, there's always ways to find it. You know, the first guy that I ever apprenticed for, I was, I was, man, I think I was like 22 or something like that. I had gotten introduced to this guy through actually our f mutual friend, Caitlin, who Troy once almost beat the shit out of me over. Um, and, uh, you know, she's like, Oh, I got this photographer, buddy. This dude's an old school Rolling Stones photographer. His name's Neil Preston. He's a legend, man. He's shot everybody you know and i mean he was making buku dollars house in laurel canyon you know just killing it and when instagram rolled around that was like one of the conversations that i had had with like sean was like fuck man we're never gonna get paychecks like this you know because of the fact that like yeah single publication like you know gq in its heyday or whatever would like reach however many 
millions of Americans that wanted to, you know, get fashion sense or, you know, business etiquette or whatever, you know, but the jobs became more repetitious. And then all of a sudden the income, like, even though it wasn't, you could do more 5,000 or $3,000 jobs, you know, on a wedding shoot sort of style and <clears throat> explore creative, but, it, but you weren't really like also like demanding the money because it's like when we would do shoots with Neil, it was like you had a set director and you had, mm -hmm. you know, a lighting guy and a gaff and like, it's just right. like, it's a lot of moving parts and, and the movie industry is the same way now. You know, you have a lot of moving parts to make great imagery, you know, and with stills photography, we've kind of like lost a lot of that. It still exists. It's not gone, but especially in the avenue of like people that shoot, you know, we've seen that. Did you, did you watch that video, Pat, um, of the guy free solo? Oh like, yeah. North Face. How insane is that? Right. Like, you know what? I, I need to watch the whole thing though. Yeah. I might even watch it tonight. I haven't watched the whole thing. Have you? Yeah, is it it's just, so it's, gnarly. Is the it camera is it, crew? Is it amazing, is it camera crew, bro? Dude. I look. I, I cannot believe a human being did what that guy did. I can't imagine. Like you wouldn't. I know. You I went to Zion. You were running around on top, and that scared the hell out of me. But right. this guy is another level of superhero. Yeah. He's a real life superhero. That's what I believe him to be. Yeah, it's un. It's unreal. Yeah, and it's like really dangerous, and like he's sacrificing a lot by doing. I mean, he could. You yeah, literally die any second. And like but I'm kind of like a, a little bit of a superhero too. The way I was going on Zion. Yeah, yeah. I go hard. Or I wasn't there idiot. for this, but I can <laughs> picture it. In my this mind. fool was running, Just knowing you for a brief moment. I'm he like, was running that. on Angel's Landing, uh -huh. holding a camera to 4,000 feet to the ground. Oh yeah. yeah, it's weird. I just feel like I just feel like I'm I'm really comfortable. I have good balance, and I I feel like I'm just good with like putting my feet on rocks and I don't know. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> Everyone was freaking out and I was like going faster, but also holding a camera. Right. And I, we got some really sick shots. Oh yeah. But is it like, so I've seen the trailer. I know he's doing crazy shit. I've seen footage. I get it. Do I need to see the whole thing? I mean, I don't know. You know I know the premise of it. Right. Like, I do. Yeah. I get it. He's fucking climbing insane shit with no fucking ropes. It's right. crazy. I get it. Yeah. But is it like actually good? From start to finish, like, is there a story? Is it like a good watch? I think I think that the main thing that me like watching it was really like, I, and I'm sure you guys are the same way. Watching like Troy, how many times do you watch like a movie or like a documentary, and you're just like fascinated with the way they shot it, right. you know? And like, right. I think that like just the fact that like I believe his name's Jimmy, I don't Jimmy know, Chew or something. He's a North Face athlete he's a professional mountain climber himself but the dude's an insane photographer stills photographer now he's moving into cinema <clears throat> dude to get people in ropes on the side of a mountain to mm. film your friend like maybe die yeah. whoa like that was what like the entire time i was just thinking like damn that film crew wow. might have to watch their friend die right now yeah and they were at very high risk of dying themselves holding cameras hanging off the cliffs so it's so like it depends on what mind you go into it i think a lot of movies are like that too it depends on what like i've watched citizen kane and i wasn't ready for it and i just not down with it it's whatever i don't think it was even well then good. i watched it Sorry. with like the right kind of pretense to it and i loved it uh, but it, like i think a lot has to do with how you're going into it really i do some well, movies I, I some movies never have it but some do if you're in the right mind like like river runs through it man like i had to be in a spot where i really wanted to see this movie to sit through mm. it's a slower movie it's a slow movie yeah you know but like when you're ready to when you're ready to have it hit you and you're like enthralled with every little detail like it's a great movie yeah it's a wonderful movie 
you're it's paying attention how- to like nuances and relationships and and all the dialogue and the beautiful scenery but like if you're like trying to be impressed no i'm 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 ready for whatever i'm a cinema guy yeah. so if it's a good thing it's a good thing um if I had one critique of the River Runs Through it, it's that everybody, because of that movie, thinks that fly fishermen just sit there and like cast randomly right. forever. Like we're just never endingly casting, and they're like, "How do fish eat that?" Right. Like if no, I had a I dollar for too. every time somebody was like, it's "So you you fly fish? Like how do they get it?" I think they like, jump out the of the f- water. Like, yeah, I they, swear to God, I thought when you fly fish, you never <laughs> let it touch the water. And I the thought they jumps. were trying to catch flies. Yeah, out of the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not how. Or it I don't know. I just, I just didn't know because yeah. he keeps. Yeah, he keeps doing it, dude. It's just a never-ending cast. Right. Well, they, they actually do say in the movie that he came, like the uh, Brad Pitt's character, come up with a new casting technique that mm. that makes the rainbows rise is what he yeah, said yeah, yeah. but what that really means is they come closer to the surface they don't actually like right. jump out of the water to catch the fly no uh-huh. yeah. but You're yeah good. it's we uh, don't need to get the whole thing but yeah it, when 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 so jesse fly fished every time i go to kennedy meadows jesse would be like oh you gotta fly fish that's real fishing and i'm like okay whatever and i'd fish with like salmon eggs or whatever mm-hmm. and i catch more fish than him and i never saw him catch a fish yeah salmon eggs salmon eggs it's like a really easy slow bait. down. I know you've four bangs deep, but when you talk, slow down. Slow then down. I run into Ryan and he's, he's fly fishing and I'm like, I really want to try to fly fishing. <laughs> so, uh, so I see him fly fishing and I'm like, dude, I really want to do that. Ryan literally goes here and gives me the pole. And I'm like, well, I'm going to break something. Like I don't, I'm not ready. No. And he's like, you do, you're fine. Just like, this is what you do. And I'm like, I'm like, wow, I can't believe this guy's like, just like showing me right now. And then I start doing it and it's like immediately yeah. I'm like, wrapped like 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 i was saying attention to detail like very focused on every movement i was doing what the fly is acting like how i'm working the fly and it was like i didn't catch anything and i already had more fun than like fishing with salmon eggs right you know what i mean it's like there's so much to this what do you mean what the fly is doing there's flies not alive it's not alive but the fly has little tiny hairs yeah like on your hat like very tiny hairs and when you move it in the water those hairs move like they're alive right they react to the water because they're so light the reason why you can't fish this with like a normal pole is because it's too light and you can't cast it right with the fly rod there's weight in the actual line itself and you're using the line to get the little tiny bait way out there yeah and so that's why it's like so realistic is because a real fly doesn't have any weight to it so how are you mm. gonna get it out there right use a fly line to get it out there so fish eat flies mm-hmm. fish love that dude it's so funny man like everybody Bugs, um, flies wonders like what is you know because they see like carp like feeding like grass carp feeding on like the ground or whatever like koi fish most people see like koi fish on their like regular day-to-day like everybody's gone to that japanese restaurant that's got like a koi fish pond in the front there used to be one on ventura boulevard back in the day that was the first place that i remember being like wow like i could just reach out and touch that fish <laughs> and i think the fascination with fish sort of started there and inevitably i ended up actually ended up in living at a lake which oh, yeah. sparked at Malibu Lake, yeah. yeah. And um, they eat little bugs, man. They eat little bugs. They love little bugs. That's but what like, fish eat. But but, but but at the same time, largemouth bass <clears throat> will eat frogs, rats, snakes. Yeah, mm. they will eat birds. Anything, bro. You can go to Dick's and get a, a baby duck. Yeah, let me let me show huh? you this. A baby duck bait. Oh, I just saved was. this video, Troy. I don't even know if I sent this to you, dude. Because like. This video is insane. I know I have it in my Where head. are the dogs? Dave's videos. They're both here? Yeah. <clears throat> well, really what I want to do, dude, is I want to go up north and fish for pike. I want to fish for walleye. I want to fish for other kinds of species. 
yeah. oh, of fish. Yeah, man. I look. My my goal is like ten years from now. I want to be able to like hunt fish. I hear. Yeah, I have you. You can hear me. Mm-hmm. You just gotta like talk into the. Oh no no no! I, I, you unplugged uh, them. Uh, we can still hear you guys. So. Oh, okay, perfect. Someone told me this um, a couple like a year ago, and it was like a goal of theirs, and immediately became a goal of mine. Is he wanted to spend thirty days eating only things he caught. Meaning, like going out camping and only eating like fish he caught or yeah. like a deer that he killed, and like living out in the woods and like being able to sustain yourself for a month. Right. And that's like, that's crazy, man. That's yeah. what we should be able to do, but we nobody knows it. Nobody it's knows hard. It. It's so hard. Man. Pat, I'm going to pass this video over to you dude, because I feel like this sums up a bass perfectly. So, like, <laughs> yeah, bass are just gnarly. They eat anything that moves. Oh, anything. shit. Crawdads. Yeah, dude. Bass are real wild. Did you wow. see this video, Troy? The guy sticks his thumb in the water, and he's, like, shaking it around in the bass. The guy just, like, put his finger in, in the... He, like, tried to pet the water, and the bass just jumps out yeah. and grabs his... Uh-huh. Like, it does That's not a care. big boy. It doesn't have to look like anything real. So what's 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 really fun about bass too is they they get real big. The the world record bass is twenty two pounds. So crazy. And just to, so you understand how big that is, my buddy Ty recently at Westlake caught a seven pound bass, which is an absolute monster. And I'll show you a picture of a seven pound bass that is not the record twenty two pounds. Let me give you a second here. It's a big fish. This is a seven pound bass. Whoa. That's only seven pounds. The record's twenty two. This is at West, like, like a twenty-two pound bass eats that bass. Yeah, that's a, that. that how, <coughs> oh, bass eat other bass. Oh yeah, big time. If wow. they can, yeah, call them bucket mouths, dude. It's crazy. But but anyway, bass will eat anything. <clears throat> Trout won't. You need to really like, like he was saying, yeah. act like the bait. Have a just like the bait. Trout are so when you move the line, like this. No, you with fly fishing you strip, you strip yeah. it. And that you can like bounce it and strip it and pull it long and, and it, it. What's stripping it? You hold the line like this and you're stripping it through your fingers and the and the and the bait is moving like this through the water, right? Either on the top or underneath, and how it would work is these little these little like hairs right here will move in the water a certain way, and when you stop stripping, they'll stick back out and they'll make the bait pause yeah. as if it was like a real bug. Right. Mm. And it's like very realistic. Yeah. I see Pat on like this gnarly, like the Owens or like even maybe like Montana. Yeah. This like fucking, we should take him out there for like the first time ever. Dude, Mm. it's just like the most legendary, like river that like exists on this planet, dude. Just that I would love. Yeah. Well, that's where you're going. It's crazy, dude. In April or yeah. March, that's where you're going to go, whether you like it or not. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is he coming? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I'd love to. figure it out. Yeah, let me get at him. Probably have to bring him. We need a guide. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stream guide. But yeah, no, that's my, my that's where my, my bachelor party is going to be, fly fishing, dude. Hell yeah. No, no, I don't care if you fish or not. We're going out there in the <sighs> middle of I'm down. Madison. You know River. Chris Madison is down. River, oh, yeah. Dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful, man. There's something about out there that's just like it's perfect all the time for me. I, I would never get sick of it ever. Yeah, yeah. The outdoors are great. Yeah. 
you get out there and you're just looking at this like vastness and you're just thinking like, yeah. man, everything that like is going on in life is just melting away right now. I have no stress when I'm out yeah. there because none of that stuff really matters. Right? <clears throat> like I started camping at Nascimento and I'd experienced that a little bit and I just, I love it. Yeah. There's a place in Montana where there's dinosaur bones laying on the top of the ground. Yeah. Dinosaur bones. Just sitting there. Just sitting there. You don't have to dig for them. They're just literally dinosaur bones on the ground. Why aren't people picking them up? Because people on the land, you have to like pay for tours to go see it. My parents went and like saw all this. Yeah. They have wow. pictures and videos of it. It's like wild out there. It is super wild. That's crazy. And it's always been for like mi- literally Sitting millions of years. Like, Bro, that's why I love, I also love the 395 because the 395 is like the last time a real lava flow like happened. 17,000 yeah. years ago was the last like, like explosion, like a volcanic explosion. Yeah. And there's volcanic like active activity all over that area. All over that place. And it's like, be- that's why the, uh, the oldest trees in the world are up to 395. M- um, Methuselah is a 5,000 year old tree. The tree's been alive for 5,000 years. Wow. That's 3,000 years before Jesus Christ was apparently alive. So what's it called? Methuselah. It's a bristlecone pine. That's the name of the tree. The tree. Yeah. That's right. They got all kinds of... They carbon dated it. It's it's over 5,000 years. Where were we in relation to that? When we we were where? When we went to the thousand giants. We were west of that. So if you go over the Sierra Nevadas and across the Owens Valley into the White Mountains, that's where they are. They're yeah. about 10,000 feet up is where they grow. We went on a sober retreat. You can see the video, Dead Kennedy's sober retreat for what we went. Um, <clears throat> uh, it's on our YouTube channel. Hot Springs. We went so to sick. California Hot Springs. Yeah. When, we, when we go to <laughs> Mammoth, I'm yeah. going to take you guys to the most legendary hot springs but oh, he's been there you've been you yeah, know, yeah the yeah. ones that i'm sh- yeah. talking about yeah he's been there you went there on uh your bachelor party yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna bleep we're gonna bleep this out but siphon tub you guys went to siphon why why bleep it out because people in mammoth lakes will kill me if Uh-oh. i spilled the beans on on that tub <clears throat> i mean we, we we i don't know what we were there was a bunch of like hot like like hot springs and I filmed a bunch of shit. Was there was a cool. river that like literally had steam rising off? Yeah. Of it? Yeah. That's siphon. Okay. It's, then, I got the sick drone shot of that yeah. in this, in this video. So legendary back <clears throat> there, dude. I love that place, man. That's like, yeah, it, crazy, it, dude. it is really cool. We were in the water and it was like warm. Yeah. <laughs> It was like a naturally occurring jacuzzi out in the middle of nowhere, but it's just like, there's no light, there's no electricity, there's just like a little valve inside of this like tub that some dude decided to divert water from a naturally running spring into a man-made, what essentially if you drained it, it could be like a skateboarding object or Hmm. something like that, you know, you could skate it. Who's the dad in A River Runs Through, is it Anthony Hopkins? No. I, I get confused. Uh, I, I, I can't remember his, his name. name. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. I get confused with, um, sometimes when I think of a river runs through it, I think of far and away. Or no, I think of. It is Tom Skerritt. Oh. Dude, Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in this movie. Craziness. He's Whoa. one of the kids. Yeah. I didn't know that. It's so crazy. And then this guy, um, Craig Sheffer. 
who I didn't know he did anything. Yeah, he actually he lives around here. My dad did like work for him or something. He does shit. not look chill in this IMDb picture. Sure. <laughs> Bro, he looks like a mean. Uh, That's not a guy you oh, want to like. Whoa. Yeah. But he's the main character. Dude, Brad Pitt is a, probably my favorite role is the river run through it, Brad Pitt. Yeah, this for sure. Hundred percent. Yeah. He's Damn, a main character. He did not age well. No. Oh no, not at all, dude. What? That's gnarly. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Tom Skerritt was the preacher, right? That was his yeah, he was yeah. a preacher. Mm-hmm. And uh <clears throat> But what's there's another one, um another outdoors movie? It's not far and away. It's it's with Anthony Hopkins and Brad Pitt. Is it Homeward Bound? No, 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 no. Not Anthony Hopkins and Brad Pitt. You're, yeah, you're thinking of um, The Edge. No, oh, okay. it's Brad Pitt. That's a great movie. By Brad the way. Pitt yeah. leaves and goes on this crazy adventure. Oh, uh, uh, far, far and away. Or no, it's The Way Back. No. Oh, dude. Far and away. No, no, no. No, the Brad Pitt though. It's insane. It's so fucking good. I gotta watch that. It's like high. It's like it's like a river runs through it, but like more epic and like. Is it when more. he escapes the prison? Is his Anthony Hopkins like has a stroke and is like writing shit on a chalkboard, and like Brad Pitt's like the favorite son, but he's also like this crazy guy who like leads. Legends of the Fall. Yep. Damn. Legends of the Fall. I've Legends never seen this. Fall. It's insane, bro. Who else is in it? Brad Pitt, Anthony Hopkins, and um, someone else like important. Julia Armand. Is it like? Is it Matt Damon? No. Aiden Quinn, Henry Thomas. Let me see. Um, this is like you gotta see this like right away. It's like super. I think it's in Montana. Right. <clears throat> There's nobody else's. Let me I see. I'll, I'll tell you, motherfucker. No, you won't. Oops. Um, Dude, Montana is so cinematic, bro. It's like uh, uh, Aiden Quinn is the other brother who's like in the shadow of Brad Pitt the whole movie. And Henry Thomas. What's there's, the premise of the movie? Give me like three a brothers. synopsis. Three brothers. Anthony Hopkins is the dad. And there's like an Indian that lives on their land and they're like living off the land. It's like a little bit older and Brad Pitt's like ill. Like he's like, you know, he goes to the war. He one of the brothers dies in the war. Um, and then like this other brothers like gets into finances and, and Anthony Hopkins is like, you're a fucking bitch. Like fuck the government. And Brad Pitt's like the favorite son, but he like keeps leaving. He like marries this Indian it's just like this really crazy. That's just a river runs through it. He's like with this Indian chick too. Yeah. It, it's kind of, it definitely kind of has that same kind of vibe, but it's, it's definitely, it's older. 94. <clears throat> no, I mean like it takes place. Oh, got it. Before river runs through it. And Brad Pitt ends up going, period. like he goes out to see sales for like years and then comes back and his dad like had a stroke and his Anthony Hopkins is like, I love you. Like what's the big takeaway from this movie? You think I forget. It's just family brother, brothers, family movie, brother rivalry. Yeah. Brother rivalry and jealousy, jealousy that like Anthony Hopkins was like favoring Brad Pitt just because he was like the wild son that like, yeah, got it. Bart the bear. Is in this? Yeah, the bear, bro. Bart the bear is the most famous bear there ever was. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like a ten foot grizzly bear. We gotta make a, f- a fly fishing movie for like a new generation. 
Yeah, that's just like, what like, I'm talking like about, everybody bro. thinks that like that's I, I had up. a buddy that's the other day up. was like. Oh, you fly fish? I thought like old senators did that. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> well, what other fly fishing movies has there ever even been? Exactly. Yeah. I think there needs to be one, man. It right. really does need to. Yeah. We need to. And like, we like, definitely do it. I feel like people are shocked when they find out like, oh, you know, they see you through that. We got a question. NODR. No, I never. Things on the oh, river. What? Oh my god, that's so funny. That's great. Oh, dude, yeah. I love did, did, that. did they fly fish? Yeah, they, they've done everything. Alex is talking about N O D R. They're on what now? Oh, I don't know what network. But you just said it. Tosh point oh. Tosh point oh. They were on Tosh point Because it's like funny. Yeah. Right. Niggas Definitely on the river checking it out. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's the name of the show. There's this guy. I do have to. I mean, I, I do have to say this part. So. This is really important to to me and my buddy Ty. But so me and Ty, your dad finally gave me permission to to go to Sherwood to fish, and it took forever to get like this fish pass that apparently none of the guards have ever seen. By by the way, you can't yeah. you can't fish Sherwood unless you're a resident, and if right. you're not a resident, you have to be with the resident in order to fish Sherwood. Whoa, it's a really private lake. Yeah, Martha really your dad, but Martha went and got this thing signed by the HOA to get me a pass to fish Sherwood by myself. Yeah. And no one's there ever. Well, yeah. people are there, but they're not allowed to be there. So the, the guard comes by and he goes, Hey, you guys can't fish here. If you're not a resident, everyone leaves. And then I pull up this fish pass. He goes, I've never seen one of these. Yeah. And I get to stay. What? Yeah. But check this out. So the, there's a part of Sherwood. That's like this finger that goes way in the back. And the, the only way to get there is by boat yeah. or you drive and there's this secret bridge and, they're building homes back there, but they weren't always building homes back there. So when I first started fishing Sherwood, it was just like this area that no one, there was no really houses. traveled to. Yeah. And illegally. It was, no, 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 no. It's like on the lake. But you were not supposed to be fishing there. You're not supposed to fish there only because like before I didn't have a fish pass, but then I got a fish pass and I started fishing there. Right. Guards would come by and say, Hey, they don't really want you back here. They're going to be building homes. They want you around this area. Plus it's kind of like off the beaten path. So just be careful is what they first told me. And then they started building homes and this, you know, then a couple of guys go, Hey, it's no big deal, but they don't really want you back here. So try to be scarce. Yeah. And now there's like some homes built. And so there's only like one part. It's like under this bridge and like, the, but here's the deal is like, there's a spawning ground for bass. Yeah. So the bass are literally jumping out of the water, eating flies and like it's the most dude i'm telling you it's the most cinematic spot in sherwood it's like this little so island sick. the sun sets glistens off the water it's beautiful and so we go back there but there's this guy and his name i don't know what his name is but we call him leroy oh he's this black guy elliot you know alex smalls elliot <clears throat> elliot just walked in so so anyway <laughs> i we go fishing back there and this guy catches me right and he goes he's like up on the and it's like kind of towards dusk and me and Ty are fishing on the shore and there's a guy in a boat. The guy in the boat's allowed to be there. Me and Ty aren't. He goes, he goes, Hey, are you, are you on foot? And, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll get out of here. He goes, you can't be down there on foot. You got to get out of here. You can't be, you got to have a boat. And so me and Ty are like, <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll leave. And he goes, yeah, you can't fish back here. And I'm like, okay, sir, I'm sorry. I'll leave. Yeah, you can't fish back here. You got to be on a boat. And he starts to repeat himself like over and over. I'm like, what's going on? And then you hear him call his like captain. He goes, he goes, boss, I told him they can't fish here. And he goes, did you live here? And I go, no, I have a fish pass. And he goes, he got one of them waivers. And he's like, dude, I swear to God, I thought it was a bit that he was doing. Yeah. But like this guy is just, uh, this is just how he is. 
and he kept repeating himself the whole time. Who is he? He's a he's a guard that works there. He's the only guy that doesn't let me fish back there. And the last like five times I've gone back there, he catches me. Yeah. And so he always tells me to leave. And so, and I, I run into him like, Hey man, you like, got to film this guy. Like, like I know you, you gotta like you've him. told me not to fish <laughs> back here. And he goes, and I finally go up there and he goes, I didn't just fall out of the sky. And I'm like, what, what are you talking about? bro? like, what, what do you mean? You didn't fall out of the sky. Like I get it, bro. You don't mean to fish back here. I understand. You don't have to like repeat yourself anymore than once. Yeah. He's this guy, Leroy, and every time we see him, it's like this burning joke. Uh, yeah, the guy. It's I'm, hilarious. I cannot wait until we see this human. Oh, he's I want the to meet him so guy. bad, dude. If you <clears> say <throat> one word to him, he won't stop talking. It's so, crazy. So you guys are going to Sherwood. Sometimes. Sometimes <clears throat> Westlake, too. You can't fish Westlake, either. Yeah. That's the other thing about this conversation. We can go to Malibu Lake all day, but Malibu no. Lake needs to you can't, stock you, that lake. You can't go to Malibu Lake. I got caught there, too. Yeah, but, like, I grew up there. Like, we'll go You're there. You're okay, like, I'm not. There, yeah, you... We'll go together, but like, hey, Malibu Lake Lake Association, you need to stock that lake and clean that water. Hold on a second. You can't fish around. Calling out my neighbor. Where do the fish come from? Birds. Birds, yeah. Some some get picked up off of spawn beds, like when birds are like picking up shad or any like small bait fish or polywogs or any of that stuff. Sometimes they stock them. Casitas, they stock with trout. How do they stock them? They have fish hatcheries that literally you have a fish and you spawn the fish and they grow fish in a big pool. And then they put them in trucks or they put them in planes sometimes. They fly them up over lakes and dump fish out of planes yeah. into the lake. Yeah. Or they take a truck. But not in Sherwood. For, well, Sherwood, they probably stocked at some point. Right. But the, the bass of Sherwood, I mean. People are probably wondering right now, like, what's the point of putting these fish inside of these lakes? And we'll clarify it. Like, basically, like, any aquatic environment that has fish life inside of it will naturally be cleaner. Yeah. It's, right. It's a it natural filter. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's going <clears> to <throat> keep the water moving. It's going to prevent. And when you guys catch like the that. fish, you put them back. Yeah, release Absolutely. them. Catch and release. Yeah. All day. Sport. Yeah. That's why these people pay money to fish there. Yeah. And Westlake, you have to pay money, but you also have to be a right. resident of Westlake in order to fish Westlake, but you also have to pay money to be there. At Sherwood, you obviously pay to be behind the gate to fish there. Same at Calabasas. The right. problem is all these kids that are growing up in this area, you open they can't window? fish. Oh, it's open. We open You're not allowed to fish if you live around that. here. You have to drive <laughs> all the way to Casitas, all the way to Kachuma, all the way up to Castaic. Right. It's out of line. Yeah. It is totally out of line. And so you have all these kids that want to fish and they can't. So they're going to do drugs instead. Yeah. Yes, man. You go to Idaho, you can fish everywhere. Literally, dude. My friend just moved. My friend moved into a neighborhood. There's a little tiny pond. You can fish there all day long. All day. Everything's open season. But California, everything's regulated, taxed, fenced. It's yeah. crazy. I told a lady at Westlake that exact thing uh, logs. on the 4th of July. Me and Brett went down there and some lady <clears> pulled up on a boat and she started wigging out. And I was just like, listen, lady, like I'm going to give you the truth because nobody else is like, I'm fine. I'm going to leave because I'm a grown man and I can handle these kinds of situations without like overreacting. But like, I'm going to just, I feel like if I don't tell you, like you're never going to catch this. It. Like, if you're telling a kid that's 16 years old, that's bored out of his mind in a community that doesn't have a ton going on for kids, if they're not into hiking, if they're not into horseback riding, if they don't have access to that shit, who knows? If they're there fishing and you're taking them out of that element and that's the only thing oh, that so they have that the they really find passion in, that kid's going to turn like to drugs yeah. and that's oh, going to create no. a habit that's going to fucking Just turn into know. them robbing your house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's how these things <clears> Like why would you control. stop someone from fishing? 
people dude they think we're monsters like first yeah. of all they a think lot we're of like mutilating fish and like yeah what's crazy to me though is like a lot of these people that want us to stop fishing because yeah, they think it's cruel right there's a lot this of what you use to start older fire. women in westlake that see us fishing that think <clears> we're like cruel yeah. they don't give two shits about those fish yeah they never thought about those fish we like i weigh the fish i right. want the fish to grow i want the fish to have a nice habitat i care about the fish because i'm fishing Absolutely. it's like my sport i'm passionate about it these people walk in their dog you know, at three o'clock in the afternoon, give two fucks about these fish. Yeah. They don't care. They never thought about the fish until they saw me fishing. Fun you know fact I mean? about every organization that exists right now, maybe not every single one, that might be an overreach, but like a lot of the organizations that do like maintenance on rivers and streams, fishing game, game wardens, right. are supported all hunters and yep. fishermen. Support it. And not every nonprofit that I personally know of, and that could just be because it's my world, but a lot of ones that like are river conservation for steelhead here yeah. in Southern California. We have a very specific fish called the steelhead that's been heavily affected by like damming. It hasn't been able to go on its spawn routes, and you have landlocked steelhead trout. Basically, they're they're trout species, and <clears throat> there's whole entire conservation nonprofits around this fish trying to protect its its habitat and. All of these guys fish. Yeah. And why do they love that that animal? Why do they love that creature? It's because of the sport. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with like, you know, if I had a dollar for every single time a lady has come by and was like, hey, like, <laughs> what did the lady say to you the other day, dude? She came by and she goes up to Troy and Ty uh, and she goes, she gonna Are fill you guys that truck full of bass? Fill that truck full of fish. Yeah. She's <laughs> a fucking moron. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm here to take all the fish out of the lake and put it in my truck bed, you yeah. moron. The way she said it was so sexual. Yeah, she was, yeah. She was, oh, the, the, the older old. housewife. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, it was out of line. Suburban yeah. Xanax. Yep. Yeah. Used to, Diamonds. People I used to sell cocaine too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. They're you buying, did? Oh, yeah. I sold, I sold coke to a lot of older women <laughs> yeah. that were like sometimes uh, waitresses. I had to go pick up the kids. I'll be yeah. a little bit late. I'm like fucking 18 years old selling coke to like this 40 year old woman. Did they ever show up and go, are you going to fill this truck up with cocaine? Oh, <laughs> <clears throat> well, cool. I got to get the hell home. I'm going to Bass Pro Shops tomorrow. I'm going to buy some flies and some more materials and probably some waders because yeah. the next time I go to the lake, I'm going to walk into the water and fish like a real man. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You don't have waders. No, they're expensive. Yeah. It's an expensive hobby. But how do you, can you walk? How deep is it? I mean, the lake is, I don't know, probably 40 feet, 50 feet in some areas, but towards yeah. the shore, four or five feet. Yeah. Three feet. I don't so know. you just walk a couple of feet in. Yeah. Yeah. When you're fly fishing, you need back casting room. Right. You can roll cast, but you really, I like to have back casting room. So the more you walk out, the more room you have to. What's Plus, roll casting? Roll casting is when the line's already on the water. And you'll see it in like rivers and stuff when you can't go backwards. You just kind of like flick it forward and it rolls. Yeah. Mm. Rolls it unbundles water. itself over the water. It's right. just kind of right out there. Yeah. It's stupid. It's Without like having to slow like, motion photography of this is going to be insane. Yeah. Insane. The water lifting up off of the freaking line. Those lines cast on the Slow photography is not moving. So how is it slow? Photography is moving sometimes. No, it's not. Yeah. It's a still image. No. Yes, it is. People call videography photography sometimes. I'm a photographer. So slow motion video. Yeah. Listen, little boy. Okay, right. Shoot some, some 120 on that, dude. Just yeah. line unspooling um, with like We're going to borrow misty. the Phantom. Oh, yeah. Hit up Sasha. We're going to borrow the Phantom. 
You know what? Sasha told me there's only like 11 phantoms in 15. California. 15. Or 15. And Sasha has one. My guy. Show you the stuff we just Crazy. shot. Is that true? They're very rare. What? No, just the phantom. Just the camera. Just the camera that shoots a thousand frames per second. Yeah. The phantom flex. Wow. Yeah. It's a $250,000 camera. Well, he owns it. Yeah. He owns one. So you can't, I can't just buy one. You I can't. Can. You see like 150 grand. So no, not a lot of people own one. It's not. Right. It's, not, it's also not one of those pieces of like cinema equipment that like. It only shoots you, like seven seconds of right. footage at right. a time. Yeah. The bolt? Yeah. Okay. And, and you're only shooting commercials with that. What? Yeah, I see him in music videos a lot. And I just recently saw it in. Um, oh, I just. How, how much is it to rent? I one? just recently saw it somewhere. Four grand a day. Yeah. yeah. I forget what movie it was in. Mm-hmm. Fuck. I just recently saw something. We need to start pitching that. Yeah. <clears throat> what was it? I just recently saw. It was someone. a rap video, right? Two guys. We we saw it, didn't we? See it. It, it wasn't it's, slow motion. They were using it. <clears throat> no, it was slow motion, but not the whole time. They were. They did the bolt arm, and that two guys would perform differently. But because the bolt arm was the same motion, they did. It's like basically like putting a camera up on sticks and having one guy perform, and then the other guy perform, and then you you mask out. You know I, mean? I don't know if you saw it with me, you, so I don't know what you're talking about. I'm talking about a rap video. I don't know who it is, but there's no. two performers, and when one's rapping, the other one's in slow motion, and then the other one starts rapping, and then the other one's in slow motion, and they yeah. used a robot arm. Oh, I know what yeah. it was. I just saw the par- Parasite. It's a foreign film. It's like winning all the awards. It won Cannes. It's a, it's a Japanese. It's a Korean film. It's in... We we went and saw it after primetime on Monday. It's it's all subtitles, but it was fucking insane, dude. Yeah, it's used, called Parasite. They used a bolt. Yeah, for a certain shot, for a certain scene, they used this like it was like and it just went over here to this person and then it went over here. And it wasn't slow, it was just like a regular movie, regular audio, regular speed, but the camera was like doing this. Yeah, it was so, so dope. Gnarly. It was like what? Like it was sick. It wasn't like a music video, it was just like a human did not do those moves. Yeah. Right. And that's so dope that they just, this director is like ill. Yeah. <clears throat> he did. Um, the thing's $150,000, right? Easy. For the arm. I mean, it's all just, all that shit is expensive. Yeah. I mean. It's cheap. It's, if you really break down, like I was looking at like old auto manufacturers, because that's where the arms come from. <clears throat> oh. Yeah. They build cars with it. Yeah. Right. Um. Jesus Christ, that's crazy. That's crazy. But um, this guy did uh, Snowpiercer. Oh, yeah. yeah. This, this director. That was, dude, that movie. I have a theory about that, that movie, dude. Hold, hold on. I have a conspiracy. So his name's like something Bong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so Snowpiercer, what? Bong Joon-ho, right? And he he's just, in it, right? Isn't he the guy that does the drugs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's the dude that does the drug. The, the Japanese guy? Yes. <clears throat> Korean, maybe? Whatever. So that movie's, that movie's about... so sick. So that movie's about class. Yeah. Uh, I, that movie's the follow-up to let, Willy Wonka. Let me just finish. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Let me just finish, okay? Because I'm about to drop some shit on you. 
So that movie's about class listening. on a train going her, her, horizontal. Mm-hmm. This movie, Parasite, <clears throat> is about class. Like basement, like middle class, upper class. And it's all symbolic, vertical. Dude, this fool's yeah. a, He's so ill. Level. And like, so, so these dudes are, they're like parasites. <clears throat> the whole of. movie's about like a con artist family. Mm-hmm. Super poor. They live in like this basement in this like busy street. And um, one of the children in the family gets a job for like a very wealthy family that lives, yeah. you know, and, 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 and they have a basement too. And, and, and he gets the job tutoring the daughter. He dresses up in a suit. He pretty before does this like thing he did. And then he, uh, he, he finds out that they need, or no, he, he gets a job as, yeah, he, he, as a tutor for the, for the, for the, for the, for the daughter. And then he finds out that the little kid, the younger kid is like an artist Mm -hmm. and he says, oh yeah, I know a really, a really good, um, art teacher. Right. And then he gets his sister to tutor Mm. the daughter and then they plant the sister plants panties in the driver's car like they uh, plant, get fired yeah and then the and then the dad starts driving and uh, then they fucking like get the maid sick so, with so the i would like to know and oh, then shit. the fucking mom starts doing Hold the maid minute. shit right is so, this guy a north korean or a south korean it's just but let me just uh, finish i'm serious quick. i don't yeah. know because dude. there's a totally different like worlds and this is the yeah. thing dude that we don't like we take this for granted though america isn't like a country like that where there is classes that you can't penetrate and yeah. there are countries that 100%. have that and you yeah. cannot penetrate those and, and that's it's what, interesting to me that this guy comes up with this amazing way to like yeah. portray this stuff <clears throat> it's yeah. crazy we don't get to see it it's true you so know? this whole family yeah. is like getting all they're 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 surviving off of the money for, from uh this yeah, family and then they leave and they start like living there it's crazy but yeah. it's like not Wow. It's not a comedy. It's it's I I would say it's 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 Is it it's, like it's like nothing I've ever seen. It's not it, there's horror, mm. there's drama, there's comedy. It's like just so next level. Have you seen Delicatessen? Check this out. <clears throat> I I don't know, but let me just finish my thought, which is that um Ah. Oh, this is so fucking it's such a trip. It was so clear, um, but I forgot what I was gonna say. Cause you're fucking selfish, fucking ass. <laughs> oh, oh! Don't talk to yourself. Oh, so so yeah. Like when I went to India. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like the 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 wealth, the 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 gap. <clears throat> there's no like real middle class. Yeah. There's like dirt poor people living in the streets and, and shit. Wealthy. Yeah. Working and sleeping out of this hole in the wall, which is, and they're literally selling like metal cups. Yeah. You're like, how? Who's buying this dog shit? Yeah. Who's buying And then this they shit? sleep there. Their mattresses. It's like, dude, yeah. the, the level of poverty mm-hmm. is crazy. And then there's like a castle on the hill. Right. Yeah. And there's like a family living in like insane wealth. So you can't, <clears throat> I don't care how hard this person works. He'll never get there. In the shop. Ever. Yeah. He doesn't even have a chance. There's no way. Yeah. So this movie there. is definitely outlining like what it takes to penetrate the kind of hustle and, and, and the conning. In and that the, society. 
Yeah. But like that doesn't, cool. that doesn't need to happen in America. You right. know, like my grandfather grew up on a fucking farm in Kansas. Right. Yeah. And he was literally living in right. five homes because he worked. Well, yeah, no, the, the, the started the, companies and yeah. you know what I mean? In, in one yeah. lifetime changed his yeah, life. Right, the rise, Absolutely. the, the Didn't ashes. have to con anybody. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. What's it called? Riches, ashes, rise to riches. To, uh, yeah. Rags to riches. Rags to riches story yeah. in America is, is a dime a dozen. Every, right. my, I mean, but our, I also think dad, something that has to do with like, it, it's, we're a newer country. You know what I mean? And these countries are so old and there's so many like traditions that go back forever. And like, mm-hmm. they probably had so many different regimes run the country into a, a, like a, like, look how it's happening here. It is sort of happening here. Like, look at downtown LA. It is like the slum of the slum. People are yeah. shitting on the street. The Bay Area, you're allowed to shit in the street, literally. Yeah. Thousand Oaks just passed a law. Like, you can't move homeless people out. So there's homeless people like living on the street now. And it's like slowly happening to us. Yeah. Mm. And it's like as society progresses, this split starts to happen. Yeah. And like wage gaps get further and further and further apart because people are trying to control other people. What do yeah. you think? That's what it all boils down to is like just trying listening? to get control. That's crazy. You fucking... <laughs> right. Asia, India, <clears throat> Korea. Mm-hmm. That's what we're saying. It's like yeah. this, the, the gap. I'll tell is... you one thing that creates that is regulations. Yeah. That'll, that'll prevent people from having a middle class is the more regulations you put on stuff. Right. Yeah. Because like Casey Bates, for instance, like they're attacking the vape company with regulations. So now only the tobacco companies can have vape, vape juice and stuff like that. So people yeah. like Casey who are running small businesses and stuff won't be able to compete with all this money. Yeah. I don't know. They just attacked our industry, man. The barber industry. With what? Our te- our 1099s. Like, so basically, if you're an independent contractor, you know, you're working for yourself. You have your own business out of another business, right. like a barber. That you have um, to already pay to work. Yeah, exactly. And and they made it where, like, if, if your um, job, like, say, I cut hair inside of a barbershop, I have to be a W-2 now. I can no longer be a 1099. Um, so that, that way the barber cannot employ a certain amount of people, right? You're saying, yeah. So, well, you know, and, and the thing is, I feel like it was an attack on, you know, any industry. It really started from like Uber and Lyft and stuff like that. And people complaining about not getting paid during hours where like they, they were there, but they technically weren't like actually making a paycheck, which is funny because they haven't even implemented this stuff themselves. Right. Right. It was like some driver who probably got pissed off and like ruined it for everybody. I don't really know what happened, but now you have to be, um, a W two. If you have a barbershop, yeah. you, you have to pay taxes on your employees, which hurts the overhead of these small. Right, you know, there's not a ton of money. Not in to that, mention, right? once you like, get to a certain oh, amount of employees, you start have to provide health care for yeah. your employees. So right. then you're trying to put a cap on like full time and part time and all that kind of shit. Absolutely, it's, just, it's stifling. It is people trying to just come up. So it's yeah. crazy, and that was awesome poly- policy that just like didn't even need to exist. It's like just stay out of business. Right, you know, let us free market. It. <clears throat> Did you, uh, does your dad like explain a lot of this shit to you? He has before. Yeah. Yeah. I learned more of it from YouTube now. Right. <clears throat> I, I watch a lot of stuff on YouTube. YouTube's great. Largely. Yeah. We should just all be free to do whatever we want. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the market regulates itself. Right. If people do bad business and they try to monopolize shit. You can mm-hmm. decide, fuck you. I'm going somewhere else. Right. 
Absolutely. People vote with their feet. You know what I mean? If you're a bad employer, you don't work for that person. Well, I, that's quit, the, that's, I quit jobs because I didn't like the employer. I mean, that, that I think that like that's kind of what – it's weird. We can all – I don't really know. Here, can we grab the vacuum, Smalls? There's, we have like this vacuum. You can just suck that up. Okay. We, we throw that in the, in the outside and grab the vacuum. I feel like I've destroyed Pat's house single-handedly right now. You've no. Smoked, you smoked the whole carton of cigarettes. The entire time but, that um, I've been here, I've had a cigarette in my mouth. But wait. Yeah. Oh, the internet. <clears throat> I think we're evolving as a species, and the internet is, is part of what that evolution looks like, believe it or not. And it's yeah. sort of like what you were saying earlier, like, it's really just like truth. Yeah. I think the truth is becoming more right. accessible yeah. and available. And I think that all the fake, it's just like truth. What's the truth? What's, What's the, the truth? truth? Like right now, like we're talking about truth right? and all pot. That's why I love podcasts because through talking like this interview, you see with this guy, this, this Colonel Russell Williams Yeah, by watching something for an hour or listening to us talk for an hour yeah. rather than like just getting one little soundbite. Right. You're just getting so much more. Yeah. Like of what the true essence is of, of what we're talking about. Absolutely. So I think internet, talking is, is thinking. I the mean, internet's a good thing. Talking is thinking too. Though. No, no, I learn. Yeah. Every time I yeah. do one of these, I right. learn. It's like a different form of like, there it's like, I, it's good for me. Yeah. Discussion. I, I legitimately have to go. All right, guys. Good right. talk. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. You.